Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. <laughs> I am Rick. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Well, let's get some motherfucking announcements out the way. One, I know it's been a week since I've spoke to you guys. Have you been drinking your water? I know it's hard for you to imagine that you actually need to be hydrated to stay alive, but do the right thing, put some water in your system, and stop being stupid. Secondarily, I need you to rate, review, and subscribe to my show. Uh, Leave me five stars. If you give me anything less than five stars, I have to believe you have hatred in your bloodstream. Last but not least... If you would like to email me, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Okay, so where was I last week? Why haven't you heard my voice in two weeks at this point? Um, niggas' Wi-Fi was out, son. And I don't know what y'all have to go through on that side, but let me just break down to you what's going on on this side. So I'm not familiar with the terminology, but I want to say megahertz or there's a certain amount. The amount of Wi-Fi is quantified by some type of acronym that I can't fucking imagine. Maybe it's MPH. No, that's miles per hour. It's something. So what's going on is we pay for 300, let's say megahertz of Wi-Fi, right? Now, I know it's not megahertz, but I just need you to bear with me because I don't know the fucking term. We were operating at 180, right? So we're calling them niggas like, yo, why are we paying for 300? And now it's only running at 180. And the cable niggas is like, I don't know. And we're like, nigga, we don't know. So collectively, it was like, we don't know, nigga. So they was like, yo, maybe you need a new cable box. I was like, yo, you just sent some herb over here a few weeks ago. We just got a new cable box. What is going on here? We're paying you niggas top dollar. We need the wifi, right? So that led to days and days and days of fucking litigation and back and forth conversations and annoying ass conversation about just nonsense, my nigga. Shit that could have just been avoided. In the meantime, in between time, I wasn't able to upload the episodes because you need Wi-Fi to do that. Now, a lot of people were saying like, yo, use the hotspot on your phone. My nigga, I have an iPhone 7. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. You know what I mean? My fucking phone isn't operating at optimum efficiency right now. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm slowly but surely getting the money up for the 12. I was told I have a little bit of an end with somebody that works at Apple. So he told me to give, give him a few weeks. Maybe he can get some discounts. And from there, I'll be able to cop that phone so I can be in the game. You know what I'm saying? So that's why there was no fucking episode. I was ready. I recorded that shit. But um, I erased it because that was last week, nigga. And now it's a new week. It's a new vibe. It's a new it's a new freshness in the air. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the temperature outside has dropped exponentially. And now we here. You know what I'm saying? So from the last time I spoke to you, niggas. Hold on for a second. I'm getting a phone call and they interrupted my program. Give me one minute. And with the power of editing, I am back. All right. So, flag football, right? Yesterday, we had a bye week. The week beforehand, um, we won. And I played terribly, my nigga. I mean, I had one of those terrible games. I had a few catchers and such, but I dropped a slant, son. And I think that's a weakness of mine as far as like being a receiver. That slant, my nigga. I mean, when I'm... Now, if I'm doing like a hitch or a comeback, that's light work. You know what I mean? But 
If I'm running full speed up the field and I feel that ball is coming towards me, if that shit's not thrown in the proper vicinity, that shit just drop central, my nigga. And that shit be fucking me up. So I felt like a piece of shit after that. Because I could have fucked around and took that shit to the house if I was on it like that. You know what I mean? It was more so like I, I envisioned the catch and what I was about to do to niggas. And I just dropped it entirely. Like I just had a fucking big ass brain fart. Nonetheless, we won the game. So as of right now, with that bye week, we're 2-2. Two and two, And we're trying, to, we're trying to keep the momentum going. You know what I mean? The first week of the season, I wasn't around because I was doing things that I'm not going to express on this podcast. But there's nothing to do with you niggas because, as I always say, you need to mind your business. Right? Uh, let me see here. What else did I fucking do? Um, oh, yes. I went to Brooklyn Bridge Park to celebrate my homegirl Courtney's birthday. That was pretty dope. And that's probably the last outside thing that's going to happen until like March or April. Because boy, oh boy, I'm here to tell you, it's fucking brick. Specifically in New York. I don't know where you niggas live. I don't know how it feels like in LA or Atlanta or Florida. Maybe even North or South Carolina. But up here? Mm mm mm, nigga, it's too cold. But that taught me a valuable lesson. If you ever go to Brooklyn Bridge Park, you need to get there at like 7 in the morning, my nigga. Because looking for parking down there is treacherous, son. You either got to man up and pay $40 for parking in the garage, or you just got to hope that somebody's leaving a spot. Because, my nigga, when I tell you I was looking for parking for 45 American minutes, I don't know about France minutes. I don't know about Chinese minutes. But in American minutes... Man, that shit was fucking some bullshit, son. But it's all good. My homegirl turned 28. It was a good little situation. And anything that's involved in, like, unity and camaraderie, I'm really with if it's in, like, a, a small space. You know what I mean? Because Rona's still alive and well. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on. I'm going to say this again. Niggas is not dying in Atlanta, son. And as a community, why are we letting these niggas rock with having the cure and not telling us anything? Why is this going on? I'm watching T.I. with album parties. I watch various people going to fucking Shenessee concerts and all different types of clubs and lounges and sharing hookah and going to pool parties. And nobody's dead, son. I don't see no RIPs, no tweets, nobody getting crazy on Clubhouse. Yo, that's another thing. Niggas put me on to Clubhouse. Now, maybe you knew about this. Maybe you didn't. But let me just let me let me get you on game. You know what I'm saying? Clubhouse is an app to where it's like twitter but you can speak to people right like you can use the microphone on your phone you're speaking to various people whether they're famous or not everybody's equals on there and you need to be invited to use the app right so anytime somebody does some fuckery we can trace it to who brought you here and you can be in a very big whose man's is this situation like yo who uh who taught this nigga about clubhouse who's fucking it up for all of us and what i will say is that um the nature of rude conversation is like really dope. It's like you're in a um it's like you're at a game night every week or every day, no matter what time in the morning. There's niggas that be up at four in the morning, there's niggas that's doing their thing at four in the afternoon. You never know where the conversation's gonna turn, but um there's a specific chat called like eight late nights, early mornings, and that shit set like precedent for basically the whole app, you know what I'm saying? So I've met various people on there, people I wouldn't have met otherwise. There'll be people that be coming from Asia and Malaysia and fucking Nigeria and China and Amsterdam and Norway and Sweden and even 
Michigan and L.A. and Florida and Atlanta and Indiana, Connecticut, Jersey, that people are just all over the place. And I want to say I'm probably the only person from Long Island that's on that app. I don't see no other Long Islanders repping like that. Everybody else is from some abstract place. But that makes sense because Long Island niggas are weird. And I have this attribute that I'm not weird. So niggas be fucking with the boy. You know what I mean? I got to be more vocal on that shit, son. You know what I mean? Because you can either go in and listen to people speak or you can be a part of the people who are speaking, right? And then you have the speakers and then you have the moderators. The moderators be hating, son. I'll tell you that shit right now. They can still get you up out the paint. They can reduce you to the audience. They can do whatever they have to do. And there's other people that just don't let you talk. They just inherently just cut niggas off whenever they get their thought. Like their thought is more important than someone else's. And that's the one, I want to say, annoying thing about that shit. But if everybody just had like this thing to where niggas just let somebody, and this is in life, sometimes you just got to let niggas talk. You know what I'm saying? Everybody be jumping out the window, cutting niggas off. And as soon as they get a thought, they want to jump down somebody's throat. It's whack, my nigga. It's no good. It's not player. But outside of that, as far as like a bonding experience and speaking to people that you wouldn't normally be able to speak to because maybe your paths hasn't crossed, it's like a good situation. You know what I mean? So shout out to Clubhouse and my nigga Rob for getting me in the building because that shit is dope as hell. And... I also had a housewarming that I went to. I mean, two of my homies, they just got an apartment. Their roommates, that their the apartment is kind of nice too. You know what I'm saying? That shit is big. It's luxurious. You know what I'm saying? Niggas actually did the right thing, and everybody just upgrading around me is like really making me happy. Uh, one of my homegirls just got an apartment. Two of the homies got an apartment. My cousin's about to get a spot soon. It's like everyone that's doing that. Everyone that needs to do what needs to be done is doing it besides your boy right so i just gotta figure this shit out man i gotta get some bread up i gotta get the capital i gotta get the chicken so i can be reporting live from my space and not from my aunt crib i mean because enough is enough about to be 49 years old bro i got no kids what what 50 year old woman is going to want to have a kid with me if i'm still living in my aunt's house i mean so we got to do we we, got to do something as a community my nigga if you listen to the good brother experience if you got a spot that you know of in the Queens area. Cause that's really where my destiny is. I mean, my, my destiny is Queens. And I'll tell you why. I still have like a very strong connection with my family in Long Island, right? So if I live in Queens, I could be half an hour away at all times. I could be half an hour away from my aunt, half an hour away from my mom, my cousins, my uncle. You know what I'm saying? All kinds of people. My friends. You know what I mean? And as far as the city is concerned, I have two god kids, one that lives in the Bronx and one that lives in Coney Island. You know what I mean? I still have a very large network and friendship group out in the city. And whenever I'm invited to shit and I look at that GPS and that shit says an hour and six minutes, 55 minutes, 48 minutes. You know what I'm saying? One hour and one minute. I'm like, God damn. I'm going to the Bronx. Not only is it an hour and 15 minutes, but then I got to pay a fucking super toll. They can't choose one. It can't be close to me. And then fucking I have to pay. You know what I'm saying? And then when you try to do this shit, when you avoid the toll, that adds an extra 21 minutes. I'm like, come on, boy. Come on, son. So I think my destiny is in like the Kew Gardens, Jamaica, Laurelton, Valley Stream area. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some Elmont. Sprinkle some Elmont in there. 
I just need to be closer to the parkway. So I don't got to fucking, because you know what it is, son, where I live at? It takes me mad long to get to the southern state. Like once I get to the park parkway, I'm fine. Once I get, I mean, on the highway, it's, it's I'm good money. You know what I mean? But I don't live nowhere near the 495. I don't live nowhere near the southern state. The only thing I live next to is Sunrise Highway. And unless I'm going to fucking Rosedale, Queens, there's no reason to be on fucking Sunrise Highway. They shut down the movie theater. And I don't know if Green, Green Acres Mall is open. And between me, you, and a lamppost, who fucking shops at Green Acres Mall? You know what? I'm speaking to regionally. You guys, a lot of you guys aren't from here. So I'm speaking about shit that you really don't know about. But yeah, man, these are just things that I think about. So get reeking Queens 2021. That's the vibes. And what have happened this year? Yeah, let me let me share some shit with y'all, yo, because I'm, I'm rambling and shit at this point. I was going to be rich off of these parties I was throwing, yo. These jack-in-the-box parties that um, me and my niggas was doing, them shits was wild profitable, my nigga. We fucking found the key component of what we need to do. We started to develop a relationship with venues. We was going to raise the tickets from 40 to $45. We had the way to get the Jack Daniels bottles popping. We had a rapport with the bartenders. Yo, so we was going to command six figures from this fucking party shit, my nigga. You know what I mean? Like, on some real shit. Like, me and my nigga's going to split all that shit in half. Skla! Well, in fourths. You know what I mean? 25 for me, 25 for them. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever. And this Rona shit fucked me up. You, you, you know, it's just certain it's just certain industries that you don't really think about. Like, party promoting. Or maybe like a Broadway actor, right? Think of this. If you're an actor and you're down on your feet, you haven't gotten a role in a while, right? And it's February 2020. And they finally tell him, like, yo, listen, we need you to do some stage work. We're not ready to put you on TV or on movies yet. But if your agent comes to you, like, yo, listen, we need you to play Miles Davis, right? Maybe there's, like, a Miles Davis play coming out. And we're going to fuck you with the role. It's going to be a three-month thing. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be three nights a week. That's that's steady income. That's That's enough to get you in the game. Then March comes around, right? Maybe you've done a few shows. No, I'm sorry. You're starting to rehearse to do some shows because maybe you have like an April release. You want to give yourself like a month and change to really rehearse the lines and get the play where it needs to be so you can give it to the audience. And then March 13th happens and this corona shit spirals out of control. And we've been fucked up since, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Broadway ain't opening no time soon. So now you're fucked. Same thing with me. I don't live in Atlanta. I wish I can just have more jack-in-the-box parties and put everybody's life in danger. But me can't do it because no spot in New York is jacking that shit. I mean, I'm going to have upwards of 200 people on that shit. And like, ah, uh, you think this is 2018? That time is done, buddy. So because of which, that was going to be my nest egg to have enough capital to get the fuck up out of here. And that is not the case anymore. So, in the meantime, I've been doing this miscellaneous shit, because as I told you guys before, fuck LinkedIn, and I'm not working for the white man, and that just has me in a fucked up spot to where I cannot generate enough money to at least, my credit is alright, right? My credit is pretty alright. But they can be like, yo, how much money do you make a year? And I'm gonna be like, my nigga, that varies. And they're not jacking that shit, son. Especially with this whole shit where you need to make like 40 times the rent in order to get up in there. That's trash, my nigga. Like, it's... I just feel perpetually trapped. So one of two things have to happen. Either I do what a lot of my homies did and I just move in with a woman, which I don't want to do. Or I got to do some scammery, some finessery. You know what I'm saying? 
weave through the cracks. I, a few of my niggas already told me what they've done in order to get into these apartment buildings. And once I'm reporting live from my apartment, without a shadow of a doubt, I probably got near the dirty way. You know what I mean? Because Get Reek into Queens 2021, that shit, it's full steam ahead. You know what I'm saying? Another thing I wanted to say is early voting. Have you guys voted yet? I know why you haven't voted. Because you went on that line and you saw that it was fucking looking like some other shit. Like you could have met Michael Jordan or Tom Brady or something. I worked at uh, the polls. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm a district chairperson, right? So when you come and you come speak to me, I show you where you need to go. I have the other poll workers that are underneath me and I delegate their tasks, whatever have you. And because of this corona shit, they've totally scrapped the old way of voting. And there's like this new fluent way of voting to where everything is centered around not so much a rubric, but there's like a blueprint of like, traffic right so you go here then you go here then you go here then you leave everything's real methodical right but because we can only have 15 to 20 people in the gym at a time the lines and probably everywhere in new york are out of fucking hand son it's just out of hand like you we can't just have long lines in the spot no more because everything will go faster so this is why niggas is waiting outside for five hours and i don't feel bad for none of you niggas i don't and I don't feel bad for one reason. If you listen to this show, I told y'all about absentee voting in August. Play it back. I told y'all about absentee voting in September. I told you. I told you earlier this month about absentee voting. Now, I know a lot of you were like, well, I don't trust that shit. I work these shit, son. Your vote might not count anyway. They might just throw that shit out as soon as you... Listen, They you put your vote into a scan machine, right? And it stays there. That goes into a pouch. At the end of the night, we take that pouch out of the scan machine. And we bring the entirety of the pouch uh, after we lock it up and put a lock on there and a seal and shit like that. We bring that shit to town hall. After we bring that shit to town hall, we go to an 18-wheeler truck. We give it to the people that's on the truck. And then we drive home. That's what the poll watchers do with your votes at the end of the night, right? If the niggas at town hall on the 18-wheeler truck wants to throw that shit in the garbage... That's exactly what happens. They throw that shit in the garbage. And then they go to the scan machine because you have to um, have receipts and all that type of shit. You take the rece- If they want to take those receipts and throw them in the garbage, and they go to the scan machine and they wipe the system and then throw out your fucking votes, that's exactly what's happening. You know what I'm saying? So, if your vote might not count anyway, why not do that shit from, the, from, the, from where you live at? You know what I mean? Or you can do the absentee ballot go to the voting spot, walk past that five-hour line, walk right to the gym, put that shit into a box, and then dip off. Because if you have the absentee shit, you don't got to wait in line. But you niggas don't like to listen to me. You guys are hard-headed. You guys don't want to do what needs to be done. And that is the problem now. That's the problem. Well, I'm going to end off... I'm going to end it off like this. If you're speaking to somebody, right? And this is like totally outside the subject, but this is a thought that I had in my mind. And if you're speaking to someone and ideally you're doing something that they might not agree with, right? And they come to you with a proposition or they come to you with something that they would like for you to do, right? And I'm talking relationship-based, so just bear with me here. 
And say, for instance, you might not agree with what they're asking of you, right? But maybe you're open to it. Maybe not. You're just someone that likes to have conversations before you jump into things. The worst thing you can possibly do is be dismissive of that person that's just asking questions. I feel like those are the worst kind of people. Like if if you're expecting me to do a certain some, like all right, let, let me give you an analogy, right? Say for instance, you're dealing with someone. They come to you and be like, hey, I would like for you to exclusively just have sex with me. Right? You go to him and like, you know what? Yes, that's asking of a lot, but you know, let's let's explore this further. You want me to fuck no one else and just be with you, right? Now, I'm not speaking from personal experience, but this comes from me just having like a drunken Friday night and my man told me about this situation. So I'm telling you guys about this situation to get your guys' point of view on it. So just bear with me. Because what I told him, I'm going to tell you guys. He's saying, shorty's like, yo, I want to fuck you exclusively. This nigga, he's a pretty smart guy. He's like, you know what? That's going to require like a lot. Like if I'm only going to be fucking with you, are you sure you want to deal with that? Because all my energy is going to be put towards you. That's like we are where we are because I'm not on you like that. But once I'm on you like that, the paradigm might, the par- there might be a paradigm shift. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to become much more needy. I'm going to be much more on your back. I'm going to be demanding of more. Or you, do you, would you like to go through that? You know what I'm saying? Are, are we trying to lock in or no? She dismisses him entirely. You know what? Fuck it. Do your thing. He's showing me the text and he's like, yo, you want me to totally change my social life around? Only fuck you. But the moment I ask questions, it that's the conversation's over. And I'm like, yo, fam, you need to you need to really call her childish, son. That's childish shit, yo. I don't even understand how you can ask for that. Whether you're the man talking to the woman like that or the woman talking to the man like that. How you gonna ask somebody to just totally uproot what they've been doing? But the moment they don't succumb to what you're asking, you just dismiss them. Like, you know what, fuck it, do your thing anyway. Matter of fact, don't even worry about me. Whatever. It's whatever. Just do your thing. Whatever, whatever. I'm I'm reading the seven times that she texts whatever. And then I took another glass of Martell, put that shit to my lips and sipped it. And I was like, this girl's fucking nuts. Like, is that is that what women do? They try to just strip you of your social life? But you're not even allowed to ask questions. You're not allowed to be on the same page. Even when you're open to talking about it. Fam, when that shit happened, I walked to the freezer. I got more ice cubes. I put more of them ice cubes in his cup. I was like, my nigga, put your phone down. I told him, I told him turn his phone off. I'm like, we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about sports or something. Because that was fucking crazy. You know what I mean? So I say that to say this. If you are someone that's dealing with somebody... And you want them to deal with you exclusively, not to have a relationship. They want to take your your ability to have sex with other people away. Don't feel like you're too big to talk about it. Because that's asking of a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really is. That's really, if, if you want me to exclusively deal with you, but you're not even open to having conversations, you don't want exclusivity. You want control. You want to control that person. And the niggas I know, they're not down to get controlled. I mean, so I just wanted to get you guys on deck with that, see what you guys thought. I mean, if you have a very similar situation that you've dealt with, similar to my homeboy, you know what I'm saying? And maybe you wasn't drinking 
Martel, maybe you was drinking tequila when you got the news that somebody wanted to control your life and not even talk to you about it. Write me, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com, and let me know what you guys are thinking about that. Have you also been in a position to where you thought you guys had a casual thing going on, someone wanted to take it to the next step, and the moment you pose some questions, it has completely dismissed you like, man, fuck it, you're for the streets? Has this ever happened? Email me, good brother experience. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll speak to you tomorrow.